I'm going to read in Luke, uh, Luke 1, uh, verses 46 to 53, and this is Mary's song. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of our servant. From now on, all our generations will, be called, will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generations to generations. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, as he has promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Unto us a son is given. Uh, we've called this, we've titled uh, today's message, like, Filled and Satisfied. Uh, there are, you know, I'm going to give away the narrative to that. There is something so filling and so satisfying when we experience uh, a moving of God in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. When we experience that. Are you having any luck with that? We're there. We're there. That's good. That's good. <laughs> is anybody with us? Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> Maybe you're with us later on. Maybe you're plugging in later on. But filled and satisfied, there's something so exciting uh, when we find our lives being caught up in the will of God. Uh, and in this story, being caught up in the will of something so much bigger than just ourselves. Um, Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, I've been reading this out. This will be the last time you have to hear this from me in this series. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders of the increase of his government, that is his rule. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. That, there is no end to my excitement when I read that scripture verse. I could tell. I could tell. <laughs> it's not fake. <laughs> in, in a way, I'm actually having to push through, which actually has been a hard week. Yeah, I, I'm just going to admit to you, it's been a hard week. Uh, just personally, I've been marching through some things and marching through some stuff that with the church sort of the bigger narrative, not the vineyard itself, but the church and the, and the grand narrative. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot of things to process this week. And so when I read that, I'm excited. I'm excited about Jesus' rule in our life. I'm excited about his government of peace that is coming to this world, that has come and is increasing, uh, and that there's going to be no end to this. That's that's. That is really good news. <laughs> That's great news. <laughs> so the overarching theme of our series comes from that famous passage out of Isaiah, which is? And to us a child, oh, maybe, maybe a son is born, given. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to have to do another series just to catch up on oh, this. Oh, COVID, come, be finished. And to us a son is <laughs> How's your week going, honey? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know what happened to my week, but it, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, just like that, huh? Just like that, it's gone. Well, we want to begin by thanking the Chase family uh, for leading us in the lighting of our fourth Advent candle. Um, yeah, they had to. They had to move. Yeah, they had to move 
skies and mountains to get that here to us and they did that and and we're super thankful that they yeah. put that out for us it's it's just fun to see the body of christ isn't it just it like is. it was fun seeing that uh of course brent and bonnie we get to see almost every week <laughs> ever yeah <laughs> we're gonna pretty soon they're gonna be putting out a documentary like the the life of truman do you remember that movie the life of truman right oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've joked with them about that, about little Ayla just growing up in the limelight here. But uh, yeah, and then of course we've seen the Anne's family and of course the Chase family. And then, uh, well, I mean, while we're on topic, uh, Christmas Eve, you and I are going to light the final candle, aren't we? We sure are. Yeah, so join us here Christmas Eve at 7 o'clock. I mean, that is our plan. The only, the only ones who could defeat that plan is ourselves, I think. So we'll see, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But uh, I mean... How we need, when we think of, of that light that, we've, that, that, is, that is coming out of those candles, uh, I mean, they don't, they don't seem particularly like overpowering, right? right? They're, not, they're not like all of the lights that are lit up on, on Monty Python's, uh, or not Monty Python's, but what was it, the National Lampoon's uh, Crazy Christmas Carol that uh, some folks are given to watching every year. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, these these small candles lighting in, uh, lighting the way in the darkness. But it's there. It's present. It's it's a candle that recognizes and heralds God's love. Um, um, and how we need that all surpassing light of the Spirit's presence to lead and awaken our senses to His love. Um, I want I want to read. Uh, I want us to read again uh, four verses out of Mary's psalm, honey. And uh, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that we could we could do that. Do you want me to read those? Do you want to read them? I just took my glasses off. No, you just took, I'm reading this. Okay, so yeah, because they re- they really. But I'll be with you. Yeah, there you go. They stuck out uh, <laughs> for me as we prepared this message here today. Um, Luke uh, chapter 1 verse 49 says, The mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and he has lifted up the humble. And he has filled, get that, he has filled the hungry with good things. That's where our title comes from today, filled and satisfied. He has sent the rich away empty. Now, we're not going to spend a whole bunch of time talking about the discrepancy between the poor and the rich. And I was actually kind of almost prepared to go there. But throughout the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, we find this rich testimony of people whose lives were forever changed and scripted into the story of God's Son breaking into our world. Uh, I think throughout Advent, uh, Bonnie's been posting uh, sort of the whole Christmas narrative and asking certain questions of ourselves and of us uh, who wanted to, to follow her along. Um, I mean, I did something of the same exercise. I, I sort of took out all of the Christmas narrative out of those books and sort of put them all together to, to read them as a collection. And, and it's amazing to me, uh, all of the different testimonies and accounts of people who were involved in and around the conception and the, the birth of Christ. It's a wonderful story. The, the birth of Christ, it, it heralds uh, uh, a beachhead of God's kingdom breaking into our world. 
sometimes we feel like our world is breaking. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, God's kingdom has come and he's still breaking into our world. God is always breaking into our lives, isn't he? He's, he's inviting us. You and I had a little discussion about that. You might even have a bit of a story to share here. You're going to be sharing. Um, that sounded like an invitation and not an order, right? But. <laughs> well, you know, we're on, we're on TV, so I didn't want to say, what? Yeah, you're, you're going to... You gonna... tell me to do what? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to have a, a breakdown right here on, on live TV. God is always breaking into our lives, right? He's always inviting us to join him in a journey to turn this world upside down. And sometimes he catches us, often he catches us unawares, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're trying to make an effort in these days to spend quality time with God. Like to, you know, you're going to hear me talk about this in the new year, about learning to disciple ourselves. Um, we're having to spend a lot of time with ourselves, maybe more time than we want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who is this person anyways? Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like there, there's a journey that God's calling us into and I'm just saying, sometimes he catches us unaware. Uh, Mary's song, uh, you know, it falls immediately all on the heels of an unfolding story, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In the beginning, it begins first with the angel Gabriel. Now, if Gabriel shows up at my house anytime soon, I'm going to be concerned because he's involved in a couple of stories here. At first, it begins with the angel Gabriel appearing to the priest Zechariah while he was serving in the temple of the Lord. It, like his, his schedule had come up and it was his turn to be serving in the temple of the Lord. And of course, he has this encounter with the, <laughs> the angel Gabriel while he's, uh, while he's serving in the temple. Um, and uh, he comes out of that exchange not even able to speak. You'll remember that. Yeah. It's a great story. Read the whole thing. We're not going to go into it all. But Gabriel came announcing that his wife of many years would conceive and bear a son. Don't worry. That <laughs> won't happen this, to me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that would bear him a son who would come to prepare the hearts of God's people for his advancing kingdom. His wife, Elizabeth, was... Uh, she features into this too. She was a cousin of young Mary, Jesus' mother. Uh, and in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God has sent the angel Gabriel to this Galilean village in Nazareth to a virgin uh, and who was engaged to be married to Joseph. She was betrothed and, and who himself was a descendant of David the king. He was out of that that lineage, that family, the house of David. Uh, But thoroughly shaken by the sudden appearance of God's messenger and the announcement, uh, Mary was going to conceive and give birth to God's son. So Elizabeth's miraculous pregnancy was presented to her. Uh, Because you remember, she's asking the, the, the angel, how can this be? Like, you know, I haven't even been with the man. But she says, look at Elizabeth, goes, Elizabeth, your cousin, she's, she's full with child. She was presented as a sign, as I said, of the affirmation to Mary that, and I love this, and maybe it's a reminder as we finish off today, that nothing is impossible to God. Now, hearing this news, Mary 
signed on as the Lord's servant. She heard this affirmation and she signed on. Uh, she maybe reacted a little better than, than Zechariah did out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately she, had out, she set out to find Zechariah's home where she found Elizabeth full with child and then suddenly filled with the Holy Spirit. In fact, uh, uh, it, it's, it's said that when she came into the home, Elizabeth only heard the voice of Mary and the, bear, and the baby who was John leapt Left, inside yeah. of her, remember? And then, yeah. and then the word of God said, and, and suddenly she was filled with the Holy Spirit. I love that. And then in that, in, that, in that rollover, in that outburst, in that suddenness, in the power of the Holy Spirit, Elizabeth prophetically sang out in celebration of Mary and the newly conceived child in her womb. And here in today's Advent candle reading and then in the scripture reading that you read from earlier, we hear Mary's prophetic and faith-filled declaration of God's goodness. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Uh, the, the young girl, Mary, she's the embodiment uh, for us. I, I mean, if we were to look at at Mary and, and, and examine her. You know, I see her as the embodiment of someone who, who knows that they're loved by God and who loves God. Um, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'm just thinking of her caring child. Caring, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't bode well if that wasn't the case. No. No, no. I mean, this is, this, this is, and, and listen, she knows that she's loved by God and, and, and who along with Elizabeth and the baby inside of her are leaping with joy in the presence of God's son who is among them. The king has come. He's among them. I mean, he's just a seed inside Mary, but an awareness that that seed has been sown. There's been conception and the child Jesus is being knit. In Mary's womb. I love it. You know, in our message last week, we talked about the, oh, about that mountain-moving work that happens when we faithfully sow in prayer. And I thought, man, oh, man. Uh, yeah, we, I just felt like we were just sort of scratching at the surface of this. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to say that, this, that that theme from last week is finding its way into what we're sharing here today. And, and I think by way as an encouragement, uh, to you, to all of us, uh, about the importance of sowing in prayer. And especially in times when it feels like all our circumstances, everything around us is working against us. I mean, that's kind of what Psalm 126 was all about. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. Hmm. There's a lot of joy going on in that room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth is full with child and and Mary is herself carrying uh, the newly forming Jesus in herself. I mean, that's a beautiful picture. Well, I was taken to the end of the, the verse there when it says, and Mary stayed with her for three months. I thought... Ah, good for you. I thought, wouldn't that be fun when uh -huh. you're with child to be with your, your, your sister for three months with no other distractions, but just laughter, joy, and... yeah. You know, probably some real awkward moments as, as old Elizabeth carried to full term, right? Yeah. And so Mary's, Mary's appearance in the house would have been a godsend in the sense that she's there to help her. 
But here they are celebrating their faith in God and what God's up to. What is God up to? This is so incredible. Before the angel Gabriel had revealed himself to Zechariah in the temple, God was actively at work in Zechariah and Elizabeth's life. And, And I think that this is what was touching my heart as I began to consider them. I mean, theirs is a story that has always caught my imagination. You know, I, I imagine God being there uh, with them both and with Zachariah in their sorrow and in, and in the deferred answer to the request for a child. I mean, they were beyond childbearing years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can only imagine that they've resigned themselves. And now long after... Uh, you know, I think Zachariah had given up hope, not hope in God, but maybe hope in the thing that they were asking for, right? Uh, long after he had resigned himself to the fact that maybe they, they would simply have to live with those unanswered prayers. And I'm sure he's not praying to have a child at his old age. I mean, you got to listen to this. Suddenly, God breaks through to answer their prayers and not in any small measure either. Uh, and so the angel Gabriel shared, and it, this comes out of, of, out of Luke chapter 1, verse 13. I'll read it. Oh, really? Okay. It's a little blurry, but I'm going to read it. Okay. Uh, don't fear, Zachariah. Your prayers have been heard. Elizabeth, your wife, will bear a son. You're going to, have, you're going to name him John, which of course means God saves. He'll achieve great Statue with God, he'll be filled with the Holy Spirit from the moment he leaves his mother's womb. He will turn away many sons and daughters from the Israel back to their God. He will herald God's arrival in the style and strength of Elijah. He will soften the hearts of parents to children's and kindle devout understanding among hardened skeptics. He'll get to the people, he'll get the people ready for God. And then we have Zachariah's faith-filled response. Do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man, and my wife's an old woman. <laughs> faith rises up. <laughs> He's looking at his circumstances, uh, and I, I can just imagine what's rolling through his mind. You've got to be kidding. You've got the <laughs> wrong person. Hello, God. Do you expect me to believe this? I, I love that. I know. I think this is this is of course written by Eugene Peterson. It's it's out of the message, so it it's a little more colloquial and present. But listen, he is seriously questioned in this dude, <laughs> who is I'm sure like pushing out his chest and raising out his wings as he's as he's feeling this charge coming against him from Zachariah, who's doubting what he has to say. He says. I'm an old man and my wife is an old woman. Well, incredibly, like the shortcut of all of this to this, all this is is that God heard Zachariah's prayers. And yes, likely years previous when he was a younger man and faithfully serving and praying for his wife, who was, I'm sure, heart sick and barren herself. I mean, this. This had a lot of weight in their culture and their society to be a barren woman. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a hard thing. Um, but God, it seems, had heard Zachariah's prayers 
And he'd not forgotten about those prayers. And it was long past the time when Zechariah had surrendered to the things that he'd sown and that, and that, you know, that maybe Elizabeth had sown. And, you know, it's got to be like far from his mind, still faithfully doing his part. In that. And this is, this is the part that catches me up. He's still faithfully serving in the temple of God. Um, you know, I, I, I was thinking about that. I mean, he's, he's, he's in the Holy of Holies, right? He's, been, he's a man that's been before uh, the living presence of God for some time, in and out and in and out over his years. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking, man, when you, were in the, when you were in that kind of presence with God, anything is possible. Nothing is impossible with God. And how that could have been just maybe still fearful and awesome, but kind of, I'm kind of used to this. I've been in and out of here a lot of times. Nothing's, you know, nothing too crazy has happened to me yet. Uh, but here we, here we find him uh, faithfully doing his part in serving. And part of that, the thing that they did is, is, is they would go before the Lord and they would carry the burdens of Israel while we, they ministered before the Lord in the temple. They would carry those burdens before them. God swept up Zechariah and Elizabeth uh, into his purposes, and he did the seemingly impossible. Hang out with Jesus enough. Hang out with God enough. You find out that he's a God that can do the impossible. He gave them the gift of a child who would be called to do far more for the kingdom of God and his people than they could have possibly hoped or imagined. Like, they didn't have this all figured out. As it happens, more often than I count, I'd prayed and I'd plotted, a, like I say, a course for this message um, and where we would sort of travel this Sunday as we explored it. And then I studied and looked at the life of Zachariah and Elizabeth in this plot. And I found myself being swept up, being swept up into the, into the humanity and our humanity, God's humanity, uh, and the beauty of God's love and his kingdom that is so very often at work in the, in the lowest places and through the most humble people. You know, the people that the world, you know, isn't looking at that often or doesn't even see, you know, a young girl. Get that? A young girl, an unwed virgin, already betrothed but not yet married, who now finds herself with child. And that's awkward. <laughs> did, I, did I mention that? That's really awkward. Uh and not just any child, but a child conceived in the spirit and power of God. And then two faithful servants of God, beyond childbearing years, who themselves now find themselves with child. Uh, and not just any child, but, but the prophet who was called to go ahead of God, to prepare the hearts of God's people for his coming. So what do they have all in common? Well, yeah, obviously they're all Jews. They were also all family. Do you think God had a plan? Do you think God has a plan? Uh, yeah, I think God has a plan. Uh, yeah. We just don't know it all. 
You know, and what, what I marvel at is when I, when I consider the humility of these people is they didn't know how things were going to exactly work out. They had a, a, a taste tester of a promise. Uh, Mary isn't married yet. Uh, she doesn't know what Joseph's going to do when he finds out that she's already with child. Like, she hasn't got that all figured out. She's a young girl. She, she's young. Uh, and, yeah, and, you know, and, and, you know, if we read the story, Joseph's, you know, already considering how he might, you know, just quietly put this thing to rest and get out of it and, you know, make sure that things are, I don't know what he was going to do, right? But, you know, what is she supposed to do? I mean, she's totally at the mercy of God to help her work this out. And Elizabeth and Zachariah, uh, you know, they're kicking up their heels. The scriptures talks about them, you know, kicking up their heels at the birth of their son. You know, the joy that would come in that. But they're they're old. <laughs> they're old. The years, like, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just such a precious picture. Um, it doesn't let us know their age, does it? In no. The scriptures? No, they're just old. So old. Some would say, yeah, I'm as old as dirt. I think some of our guys... <laughs> Uh, I'm sure God gifted them with yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and thinking, oh dear, that three of them were <laughs> directly related through birth and through marriage. Um, they all had a, a love and a faith of God, right? For him, mm -hmm. right? Um, they were all servants. Like Mary committed herself to be a servant of the Lord when she received her call, so to speak. I mean, that's pretty divine call. And then they found them all, themselves all suddenly caught up in a seemingly impossible story. Have you got some impossible stories going on in your life? Um, yeah, I want to say that now in case we miss it later on, but um, nothing's impossible for God. Um, but nobody would have scripted this, right? No. And that's the, that's the thing when we surrender our lives over to God and, and we want Him to move. Uh, uh, sometimes the, the outtake, the, you know, uh, we don't get to control what necessarily happens, but we can sow in prayer. We can, I think we can even make a few suggestions. But. And we can control the matter which we act, at, react. Yeah, deal with our heart, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Deal with our heart along the way. I, I mean, you know, we've said it to you guys before, like, be honest with God about what's going on in your heart. It's none of it's a surprise to him. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I've found myself having a few heart conversations with God through this week and nothing's a surprise to him. But see, it's a, it's a story that was going to bring about profound joy to them personally. Mm -hmm. Right? That was going to be part of the narrative. But then there's the letting go, you know, and that's a whole other story. Um, but the birth of the prophet and God's son was going to utterly change not only their lives, but the trajectory of history and of God's rule in the world. That's fantastic. That's great news. Suddenly God's kingdom breaks in. But as, as God has always done, he works in and through this seemingly uh, unseen and smallest events to bring about his purposes. 
right? He's always at work. He works through us. He works in our families. Like, take that to the bank, people. Are you worried for members of your family? And yeah, and especially through this season, um, God's at work in your families. Calling them, he hears us. He, uh, he works in us to pray, and he works through our prayers to bring about his kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, these are some of my takeaways. But it is often, so often the situation, uh, those breakthroughs can come after, long after our prayers and pain have been faithfully surrendered and sown and buried. You know, I, I, Bonnie through the week had uh, sent me a little encouragement through the week and talking, you know, just you know, praying about hope within, right? And sent a, a, a picture of a germinating seed, what that, you know, the growth that's going on beneath the soil that takes place before you start to see the plant mm-hmm. or the top of the plant rising up. It's amazing. But so often prayer is like that. Uh, um, you know, what did Jesus say about the kingdom of God? He says, it's, it's like a, a kernel of wheat that has to fall to the ground and die before it bears fruit. There's, there's something very sobering that comes with all of this. Um, breakthrough often can look very different than somehow we imagined it looking. And, I mean, these are great stories because... Well, you and I have had, that's our life. Yeah. If we could write the story of our life and our breakthroughs and our prayer, answered prayers, it would never look like what has happened. No. But yet it was always good. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that there wasn't some hardship suffered through it, right? Mm-hmm. But such is the kingdom of our God, you know. Uh, when we see his kingdom breaking in, the joy that comes uh you know, and this is where we finish off our the title for today's sermon and and what I start where I started out of when we see that kingdom of God breaking into our lives, uh, the joy that comes is so entirely fulfilling and satisfying. It's mm. it uh, yeah, it kind of makes it all well. It's nice when it he can make sense out of so much sometimes brokenness, right? Um, this time of year, I mean, it holds a special place in our hearts. Hey, mm-hmm. now, always. Uh, and we've had a lot of a lot of things about our 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 life and marriage and childbearing and rearing and um, a lot of ups and downs. But f- funny how some how, how how much of it sort of is centered around this time of year for us. Of course, mm-hmm. it does. Right, times when families gather and and. Here's a year where, where we can't even really do that well. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to sound great, but for a lot of families, it's, it's uh, for some families, that's uh, Christmas. It's actually been a hard time when, when people gather. Yeah, um, even without COVID, yeah. there's so much. Yeah, it's a tough time of year for a lot of people. Yeah. With losses and just heartbreaks and memories that weren't happy past Christmas. Yeah. Past Christmas memories, yeah, but. and maybe you know, just hurts that haven't really been healed up, right? You mm-hmm. know, relationships that have been askew. Um, this time of year holds a special place in our hearts, and it, and especially as it, as we say, as it relates to our family. 
Um, yeah, and you know, we'll when you share on on Christmas Eve, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna share a, a small story from your childhood that I think is gonna uh, yeah that comes up that's part of Christmas. It's part yep. of our part of who we are, right? and but today we thought important just to to share one story from our life shared and especially as it sort of relates to raising kids oh my goodness (laughs) uh and and you know steadfastly holding on to god uh through the midst of things that weren't going as well as we thought they should be going yeah 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 like we've got we've got a crazy memory um you know uh Man, I'm thinking this goes back like 13 at least years ago. Hey, so at least, yeah. You're doing the math in your head. Uh, when our oldest, our oldest son. So uh, Jocelyn would have been 16. I said we he'd be 18. Yeah, this may be just 18. And uh, yeah, so that's a few years ago. Um, yeah, and you know, 18 uh, was our oldest son. Of course, most of you know we have, you know, we got three kids. Uh, I got three kids, and uh, yeah, around about the time that that uh, Aaron was thirteen, I think he was. Um, he had decided that he wanted to be baptized, right? Mm, right. Yeah, it was uh, the year that both he and uh, Jocelyn, along with a couple of other kids, had had uh, had made that decision that they wanted to be baptized. But it also marked, uh, uh, you know, a time when. When in his life, uh, a lot of he, he'd had a number of hurts and disappointments, just mm-hmm. even as a young yeah, boy. Yeah. Um, as related to outside friends. of the house. Well, we yeah. Apparently, we have our own stuff too. I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It marked a time in his life where, um, yeah, where where his just in the process of of making wanting to make that decision for Christ. Uh, he had a real struggle with his faith, and mm. yeah, and some and some personal hardships, and and that led to him walking away from Jesus. Really, it sure did. Yeah, not not really understanding the faith and uh, what that was going to look like for his life, and that yeah, that led to some yeah some difficult years uh, as parents. Uh, difficult in our home. We won't go into no, lots of that because that's no. that's his testimony. It's yeah, an amazing it's, testimony. It's, Would it's, I love to share it? Yeah, it's good, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. But <laughs> but what what is amazing is is that you know uh, part of our story is is that we've always kind of uh, we got nothing to complain about in our lives, but we you know we've kind of you know we've uh, we've always been um, we've never had a lot of money to throw around. No. no. Growing up and uh, and raising our kids, um, but one of the things that we had planned was was uh, an all an all vacation getaway with all of the family. We'd been waiting for years and years and telling the kids that we were going to take them to Disneyland. And I think we got some money in California, from ICBC or something. Yeah, that something came allowed through. us to do it. Yeah, it was kind some kind of crazy gig. Um, but around around about the time when when Aaron was was uh, just. 16, right? We'd sort of hit a, a, a real pinnacle in our relationship with one another and our ability to even live in the same household. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we gave him the option. Uh, if he wanted to move out, that he could, 
he could do that. He wanted to move out. He definitely wanted to yeah, do so his own he did. thing. And so he did. And the craziness of it all is, is that that particular season, we had made the determination that we were going to Disneyland. And we couldn't cancel, right? Couldn't cancel. So he actually, it wasn't that he even chose not to. We said you couldn't come with us. Yeah. With the tension that was going on. It just... Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. And, uh, it broke our hearts to oh, yeah. have to say that to your child. Yeah, that was, that was hard. And, you know, it was funny, like, because as we made that trip down to California, it was a good time. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. But there was still this painful absence of Aaron. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, uh, lo and behold, uh, so for so many years, we prayed for our son and for his well-being. Um, yeah, and man, did our did our friends come alongside of us mm-hmm. and encourage us and pray for us and hold us up when it felt like everything was coming apart in our lives. Um, and, 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 you know, to our amazement, um, when he was 18, uh, he had actually graduated from school. He had, he had managed to finish up mm-hmm. uh, school. Uh, he had like one point one, uh, to, to complete his grade 12 or whatever, and he determined to take the whole year over again. But not in just any kind of small way. He decided that he would go back into the Christian school and, and redo his whole grade 12 and add to his credits and do some things. It was, a, it was an amazing year. Uh, amazing to us, this whole homecoming. But it was that Christmas that <laughs> we had made another determination. Now, some of you know, some things had changed in our life, some fortunes in terms of of uh, just my work and employment. Yeah. And um, yeah, without going into all of the details of that, we found ourselves piling into a station wagon all together. Yeah, Christmas time. And making that trip down to Disneyland as a family again. And and I remember that because Jocelyn just turned 16. So she's got her L now. And so she's going, I want to drive. I want to drive. And then there's like, how many lanes is there? Yeah, like, it was a pure miracle that we survived that. Oh, and yeah. So we thought, okay. I just actually sat in the back seat with my eyes closed because... We're from Campbell River where there's two lanes. And we're now in California where there's six or whatever lanes. and Yeah, each side. Each side. So <laughs> we let her do that. But oh my goodness, I think that was the start of some gray hair. It was. But, you know, uh, the, the whole turning, um, you know, we've, I think we've probably shared before that, you know, where communion has held such a huge part in our life. Uh, uh, yeah, and that year that Aaron uh, had come in the middle of worship, had come forward to receive communion, was for us just uh, one of a couple of outstanding moments in our kids' lives that we remember. And I th- think, you know, we can say that we saw the kingdom of God come in a way mm-hmm. that uh, was just absolutely unbelievable. So we come to Christmas, and we come to this time, and... Yeah, it, it sure doesn't look like any Christmas I remember, um, you know, for this world. But we come uh, with faith when we read these stories. We come uh, encouraged because we're able to look back in our own lives and see where God has faithfully answered prayers that we've mm-hmm. sown in tears uh, and sown over the years. And 
I think one of the funny things that we've always remarked about is that about the time where it happened, we didn't realize what was it, what had hit us. We, we, we had just moved on and continued serving in the church and doing what we could mm-hmm. uh, and watching our son, yeah, after all of those years, make that determination to uh, come back to Jesus was just outstanding, you know. Are you looking for those kinds of breakthroughs in your life? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that there's people in your lives that you're, you're praying for right now. And, yeah, don't uh, give up. Yeah, we want to encourage you to don't give up. And man, if we can be friends who can come alongside of you and pray with you and encourage you along the way, uh, we want to be those kinds of friends. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't know how it all maps out, right? You know? Um, I'm just amazed at how God surprises us along the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, let it be an encouragement when you, when you consider this candle of love. Um, consider the love that, that these three characters that we've talked about, Mary and Elizabeth and Zachariah, had for their God. Um, and the love that God has for us, like he breaks through. Uh, sometimes it can feel like He's not hearing us, but this is an encouragement that hails that says, yeah, God's hearing us. And he has uh, just such goodness uh, planned for our lives, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, you know the other, the other thing that I would say as a real takeaway here is, is that we're all servants before the Lord. In other words, let's let him script our lives and our stories. And then let's, let's do everything we can to work with him just to say... I'm your servant. I'm here. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Whatever you ask of me, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm your man. I'm your woman. I'm your child. Uh, I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah, and don't give up. Don't give up in praying for our loved ones. Yeah. Don't give up in, um, yeah, just like for Dave and I, we honestly, we never gave up. But we didn't, uh, we just, went on with God, but we didn't. Did we have some frustrating moments? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. But we, but we sure just did. kept on. And, our, yeah. and I think friends surrounding us, um, oh. and even through COVID, we, we have telephones, we have FaceTime, we have... We have face masks. We have face masks six feet apart, yeah. or whatever. Whatever we, that looks like. Whatever but, that looks like. But just, it is so important to... Um, Pray and, and uh, get some friends to pray. Get your church praying for you. Like, oh my goodness. So, so one cool story. Uh, uh, you know, uh, this week we got a, a phone call from a very, very good friend of ours through the years. Uh, single mom to gals who's been in a, just such an important part of our lives. Uh, we've just had so much fun together. We've also cried together. <laughs> so we've prayed for one another's kids and yep. uh, seen all kinds of things going uh, yeah, she she called me up she, through this week, uh, through the last week here, and, and uh, just to encourage me and wish me a happy birthday, which many of you did. Thank you, by the way. Um, but, you know, I, I'm thinking of her right now, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking of the times in probably one of our lowest moments where we were all praying together, and, and she came to us with a word of encouragement that said, one day you two will be working together. Right. You remember that word? Yeah. So I'm not sure of all of the fullness of that, but I, I look back to, you know, that year before Aaron headed off to 
to Bible school of all things. Uh, you know, when we were worshiping together on the stage and I thought about Illa's word about that, thinking, watching the two of us uh, yeah. ministering together and I'm thinking, too good, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely and too good. who would have even dreamed? Yeah, who would have dreamed it? Um, we wouldn't have, but God did. And uh, yeah, he can... He can, and he often wants to do far more for us than we can even yeah. hope or imagine. Yeah. So we got a, we got anybody we need to say hello to and thank for coming. Like we're so appreciative that you've joined us here this afternoon. Um, I'm almost like uh, I think in the new year we're going to be if we're keeping up with this. Stream. I'm gonna to have to go clothes shopping because. Oh, you're gonna. How, how are we gonna look the yeah, same? If yeah, all your fans are gonna. Unless be... we can be back <laughs> at the church soon, then I don't have to be up front. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can you can write her and you know and tell her it's all gonna be all right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, listen. Um, you know, maybe one of the things in the new year that you and I have both talked about uh, is that. Uh, you know, we can look at having some breakaways into some Zoom chat lines. And, yeah, uh, that would be good, yeah. And, you know, maybe, you know, in my mind's eye, I'm thinking, yeah, those, um, some of the most eventful and wonderful times happened long after this, you know, the the preacher's done and worship's done, and we're just simply uh, listening to one another and praying for one another. And mm-hmm. uh, Zoom might just be one of those options for us as a group where we can, you know, gather and just hang out uh, yep. and, you know, and where it's appropriate, you know, pray. You can even create little breakout rooms where people go and create. It's crazy. Yeah. Technology. Uh, we'll explore it. Hi, uh, guys. Hey, listen, it's been, it's been fun uh, to spend some time here with you uh, this afternoon. And we want to thank you again for being a part of this, being a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um you know, may God just carry us. Right? And, and word two comes and thanks for praying for your leaders and the church. Yeah. Through this time of COVID, because we really, yeah, we honor your prayers. We God, God hears you, and yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah, we're we we are we're absolutely appreciative of that. And you know what? Some crazy stuff is is that uh, you know I even got some of those texts this week from people not in our church just texting me and saying, hey, we're thinking about you guys and we're praying for you. Mm. You know, and man, oh man, does that, uh, you know, is that ever kind of cool when, when that catches up with you? So, yeah, even even when you're maybe going through something, like God's, God's already telling, mm-hmm. you know, putting people on your mind to pray. So bless you who are given to pray. Bless you so much. Yeah. Um, and you wanna- we are available to phone call away yep. if you need prayer or want to chat yeah, or whatever get a hold of us listen you know if, if there's something we can come alongside you with and just pray come mm-hmm. alongside of us do that uh, reach out to elders and leaders in the church uh, people that you yep. formed some relationship to and and uh, just say hey there's a couple of things here that I think I need to share and, and we need to pray through yeah. so let's close let's close yeah good idea <laughs> and let everybody get going on with your day Yeah, right on. Are you praying for us? Yep. Okay. Wow. (laughs) How about that? God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for surprises, and we thank you for your miracles. 
Mm-hmm. We thank you that you love us so much. And, um, yeah, you're just... Sometimes we don't feel it, but boy, oh boy, you're, you've never left. Mm. And um, we thank you for that. I just want to bless you guys uh, who are listening. Bless you guys to know and receive the fullness that God has for you. Uh, may you be filled with new surprises and new, um, yeah, new miracles that you see in your lives. May you see loved ones um, turn their lives over and yeah. and say, yeah, yeah, I want to know more. Yeah, we want to see. Yeah, we want to see our all of our families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finding Christ. It, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that all of their problems go away automatically. Ooh. But I'll tell you, life is a lot better with Jesus helping us manage our our lives, right? Yeah. So, amen. Amen. That's it, <laughs> guys. Thank you. Uh, Simply Worships. I think Brent and Bonnie are going to put one on one more Simply Worship yeah, on session Wednesday. on Wednesday, and then Thursday, seven o'clock, we'll be on to. I'm going to try talking Dave into doing one Christmas song. No, I will not be singing with him, but I might play the drum. But I think it would be good as we light the last candle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's been a blessing. Love See you, folks. You guys. <laughs>